Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. Would you all please pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Dear Tegan Lee, we are the stories we tell. Stories make up the very fabric of our existence here on earth. As you grow older, your parents and grandparents and your teachers will tell you tales and fables in order to teach you lessons about the world around you. When you mature enough, you will be told stories about the past in order to avoid the mistakes of those who came before you. And when you get old like me, you'll start telling stories in order to comprehend the events of this life and in attempts to derive meaning out of the mundane. Tegan, we are taught by stories. We are convicted by stories. We are entertained by stories. And when your parents got married, I stood in front of them and their friends and their families, and I told them about the importance of stories. After listening to them for months describe their love and their commitment to and for one another in the months leading up to that moment, I knew that their stories were coming together in that holy space as I pronounced them husband and wife. During their wedding, I told the story of how when your dad, Tucker, was four years old, he went shopping with your great-grandmother. The whole trip was planned around your dad finding something perfect for his mom, your grandmother, for Mother's Day. He was given complete and total freedom to pick out whatever he wanted from the store, and sure enough, he found that perfect Mother's Day gift. They went home, and they wrapped it, and your grandmother, Lisa, opened her gift to discover that your four-year-old father, out of all the items he could have picked in that store, chose for her a broom and a dustpan. And your grandmother mustered up all the strength she could to accept that gift with pride, but she couldn't help herself from asking Tucker, why the broom and the dustpan? To which Tegan, your father, replied, Mama, they're green, just like your eyes. Tegan, I also told a story about your mother, Jess. When your mom was about five years old, she started playing t-ball. She practiced and she practiced, and then that first game finally arrived. And when your mother got up to the, the plate for that first at-bat, she swung as hard as she could, and she just started running. By the time she rounded second base, she was beaming with pride, thinking about how she was about to score her very first run. And then when she was closing in on third base, her coach yelled, Home, Jess! Go home! But instead of rounding third, your mother ran straight into the dugout. And if her friends and parents hadn't been there, she would have literally kept running all the way back to her house. <laughs> Tegan, I told these stories about your parents at your parents' wedding because we are the stories we tell. Your mother, she's a remarkably loving friend who takes people at their word. Her trust for others is such that she would go to great lengths for the people in her life, even if it means running all the way home. And Tegan, your dad is easily one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life. He will tell you exactly how he feels rather than waste anyone's time. And he knows how to make the best out of any situation, even if he bought your grandmother a broom. Tegan, at your parents' wedding, I stood before them 
and their friends and the rest of your amazing family, and I told stories. I told stories to show how your mother and father were about to have their stories joined together, and you, sweet, precious Tegan Lee, are one of the wonderful results of their union. And frankly, I'd like to take a little credit for your existence. Because had I not been there to marry your parents together, had I not joined them in holy matrimony, you, my dear, would not be here this morning for your baptism. So, you know, you're welcome. (laughs) Of course, I'm only kidding. But, Tegan, there is someone else we need to talk about. Someone whose story makes possible your story. You might think that I'm going to start talking about Jesus. Nope, not yet. We need to talk about somebody pretty close. Your grandfather. Marshall, at your parents' wedding, Tegan, your grandfather stood up at the reception and gave one of the best speeches I've ever heard in my life. And to be honest, I was quite disappointed when I started listening to it because I realized in that moment that no one would remember what I said, but everybody would remember what your grandfather said. And, Tegan, if I may be so bold, I can condense his 45-minute speech into just one phrase. Best day ever. Tegan, your grandfather Marshall went on and on and on and on about all the memories he had of your dad and your mom and how every day for them was the best day ever, all the way up to their wedding day, and that throughout the rest of their marriage, they would continue to experience the best day ever. It was perfect. And what made it perfect was how faithful it was. Because the joining together of two people is based on an assurance of a commitment Tegan, in church, we like to call that a covenant. Your parents covenanted to love and to cherish and to remain with one another, recognizing that life will change, that circumstances would move them into strange and unknown places. And yet, they believed in the power of God to hold them together in spite of this great mystery we call marriage. Which now brings me to Jesus. Tegan... Your parents are crazy. In their marriage, they looked into the abyss of the unknown and they jumped right in. And they're going to do it again today in your baptism. Bringing you forth to be baptized is one of the craziest and most faithful things your parents will ever do. Because in doing so, they are recognizing that you don't belong to them. You, of course, belong to God. Tegan, there is this profoundly awesome moment in the Gospel of John when Jesus was talking to his disciples about what it would mean to follow him. And he went on and on and on and on in his attempts to strengthen his friends and provide for them a glimpse of the kingdom of God on earth. And Thomas responded by saying, Lord, how will we know the way? Tegan, Thomas's question is all of our questions. Throughout your life, you will encounter this question in its many forms. Who should I sit next to at lunch today? What should I get my mom for Mother's Day? Where should I go to school? Whom should I marry? What kind of family do I want? What kind of job should I pursue? What kind of church should I attend? How will I know when it's the right time to retire? And all of these questions are predicated on the assumption that we do not know where we're going and we need all the help we can get. Thomas wanted to know where he was going. He wanted an answer to his question. He wanted to know the way. 
And Jesus responded like this, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Tegan, there are many ways that you can live your life. You can find a great number of answers to your many questions. But Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. And unlike many of the means by which the world will entice you with a great number of choices, all in attempts at making you the author of your own story, Jesus is the one who acts on your behalf. And there might come a day when you'll look back and you'll regret the choice that your parents made for you today. You might wonder if you would have made the same choice for yourself had they waited until you were old enough to make it. Your experience of the baptized life might be such that you'll even be mad at me for being the one who doused you in water. But this thing we call baptism, it doesn't really have anything to do with you or your parents or even me. Instead, it has everything to do with God revealing the way through the Son. In your baptism, something you won't remember outside of stories and photographs, God is the one who acts on your behalf. It is the Spirit that moves through the water and calls you forth into a new life. It is God who has worked in and through the waters of so many who have been baptized and grafted into the church before you. It is Jesus who makes possible the kind of transformation that takes place in your baptism. Tegan, when your parents got married, they stood before the altar of the Lord and asked for God's help to navigate the difficult and challenging covenant of marriage. And in your baptism, they will do much the same. Only this time we will all join them in their covenant. The people of God's church, not just St. John's, but all Christians everywhere, are making a promise today to raise you in the faith to support you when you falter, to congratulate you when you succeed, and to call you out when you wander from the way. In a sense, Tegan, what we're doing today is making a public proclamation that you are a gift from God to us. For many of us, Tegan, this is the best day ever. When we look up to see you at the font surrounded by such love, it will give those of us who have followed the way for a long time a great deal of hope about the future. In the water that will cover your head, we will be reminded of the truth that Jesus came to do, to live, and to die through the life God offered on the cross, that he might be resurrected again. And Tegan, I hope that one day you will look back at this day, the day of your baptism, as the best day ever. But even that would be a disservice to the living God, the living God who breathed life into you, the living God who called your mother and father to live in holy matrimony all their days, and the living God who revealed the way and the truth and the life in His Son. For to follow Jesus on the way as the way is to know that every day is the best day ever. Because every day is another opportunity to encounter the incredible grace of God and the laughter of a friend and the tear of a spouse and the smile of a stranger. Every day offers us a chance to live into the truth that God is the author of our stories. Every day presents an occasion to give thanks for the life that reorients all of our lives. Deacon Lee, you are a gift You are a gift to your mother and to your father. You are a gift to your family 
You are a gift to God's church. You are a reminder for all of us of what God's grace actually looks like. So today we give thanks to God for you, for making this the best day ever, and for the truth that even greater days are yet to come. I offer this to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Would you all please pray with me? Oh Lord, we are bold to pray this day that you would give us the strength to remember our baptisms and be thankful. Whether or not we are or were even old enough to remember what happened, Lord, help us to be thankful for those who made the choice for us. And if we made the choice for ourselves, oh Lord, help us to be grateful for your spirit who gave us the strength to do so. And oh Lord, in the baptism of Tegan Lee Kirby, help us to be grateful that she and that all of us are part of your body we call the church. Amen.